0: This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. The final score, Wrexham 4, older Shot 1. And it was as good as the scoreline suggested. Wrexham, absolutely outstanding. <clears throat> Completely dominant. We've had concerns this season about our inability to get past that first goal in home games, our inability to put teams to bed. And, well, <laughs> let's hope that that was an indication that the problem is solved, not least because we've got a similar game coming up on Tuesday, Wrexham started off with Tom O'Connor absent through injury, which I must admit before the game I felt a little bothered by. It uh, didn't matter in the end, I suppose. Um, I hope it's not too serious, having said that. The other changes McFadden coming back in for Bryce Susanna as they tried to bring him back up to, to full fitness, and Paul Mullen, of course, returning from suspension, and he made quite the splash. And Wrexham just, well, the opening stages were absolutely fascinating and I thought very gratifying. Aldershot <coughs> came with a very clear game plan. It was a sort of parking the bus, but, you know, slightly outside the parking space. They <coughs> they didn't challenge us at all. Oh, I beg your pardon. They, they committed their front three to press in Wrexham's half and they did it fairly well considering they were a bit detached from the rest of the team. Um, they they blocked passing channels fairly well and Wrexham had to be very patient but then the midfield and defence lived in all the shots half but the defence this is why I'm trying to make this bus analogy didn't drop deep they tried to fight to avoid it they stayed outside the the penalty area Uh, so they really congested midfield very similar to what Wrexham did uh, when we were 2-0 up at Chesterfield in fact and did very well (coughs) beg your pardon um i got to say that once we managed to get past them, uh, you could see why Aldershot didn't want to defend the penalty area because they didn't defend it terribly well. But it was very gratifying, like I said, that Rexham really moved the ball around patiently and intelligently. We kept switching from side to side, probing and working our way through it. We were patient. It took us about nine minutes to start carving chances out. And once we did, we couldn't stop. So... First opportunity came with Palmer feeding the ball down the right side to Mullen. He swept it over to the far post and Jordan Davis should have scored, really. Six yards out, free had it, couldn't get on top of it, put it off target. But straight away, and were at, all the shots again. And Palmer, <clears throat> again, dropping deep, finding Davis running past him. and He popped it off to Mullen, who was one-on-one with the keeper. Brilliant move, this. And the goalkeeper, Barnes... Did extremely well as Mullen hit it across him to get his foot out and block it. But a lovely incisive move, and it was really nice to see this. <clears throat> and he considered some of the stodgy stuff Rexman played earlier this season at home to see Palmer, Davis, and Mullen just slicing through his side. Chances kept coming. Young had a corner on the left hand side, swept it in. Uh, to the six-yard box where a defender took a wild swing at it and sliced it just wide off the far post, very close to an own goal. And then another fine move uh, came when McFadgen fed Davis down a left-hand side. He swung in the ball to the far post. Mullen pulled it back to the edge of the box. James Jones with a powerful shot from the edge of the area which went just wide at the left post, with Palmer, who'd been involved earlier in the move, rushing in, lunging, and just inches short of converting it into an empty net from a couple of yards out. Halfway through the half, it was hard to understand how Aldershot was still intact, because Ragsum really were savaging them. Max Cleworth had a fabulous strike from about 30 yards, you have seen that goal he scored in the FA Trophy. This was further out. He smashed it, and Barnes had to tip it over the bar. But the breakthrough came just after Altershot had started to show that they had a bit of threat with the ball. Altershot had a good five-minute spell where they dominated possession, where they came forwards, and their the front three looked a little lightweight, but also lively. And they started to just ask a few questions of Wraxham. They put a couple of corners into the box as well, which were awkward deliveries. And it just began to wonder whether we were going to regret not scoring when we were so dominant. But then we scored ten minutes before the break, uh, again, a really nice move. Aaron Hayden breaking forwards like Claworth does, but it's all set up differently, of course, on that flank. And so, whereas when McFadden and Claworth combine down the left, they tend to exchange passes. Hall Johnson used him as a decoy. Hayden ran beyond him and wide, dragged the men inside, outside, and then Hall Johnson cut onto his left foot, ran into the space that Hayden had created, played a beautifully weighted assist for Paul Mullen running in the right channel. It was an absolute replica of the situation he'd been in 20 minutes earlier when the keeper had made a good save and Mullin went for the same finish and this time he got it right and nailed it and Paul Mullen had put us ahead and marked his return from suspension <clears throat> we should have been two up at the break really well the beg your pardon we could have been two up at the break after In added time, Palmer turned nicely and pulled it back to Jordan Davis, who from 25 yards out hit an absolute screamer, even by his standards. It was whistling through the air and went just wide to the top left corner. Fabulous hit and, just like Mullen's first goal, a warning of what was to come. Because five minutes into the second half, terrific quick thinking by James Jones. Uh, Luke Young had been fouled by Mo Silla who was a, a, a looming figure in the middle of the pitch who decreased in effectiveness uh, Silla on this occasion really foolishly just giving a, a free kick away shoving Luke Young down not a Laura Laura laughs or Aldershot Silla on this occasion boy did I struggle to set that one up and james jones was brilliant he ran up quickly took a quick free kick to feed davis and davis from pretty much the same spot hit pretty much the same shot as he'd done at the end of the first half and this one went in a top corner oh my word what a goal a glorious strike game over at that point older shots certainly didn't have two goals in them and after that rexham dominated and whenever they carved out chances they seemed to go in as well but with an excellent break down the left-hand side, cut into the box and laid it on a plate for Palmer, who side-footed the ball home to make it 3-0, and then a 68-minute, again, really good work by James Jones, who chased across the pitch in the older shot half, hassling a midfielder until he turned into trouble in the shape of Paul Mullen. Mullen took the ball off him and then decided to hit it from outside the D, went for a curler into the bottom-right corner, and Barnes, who, to be fair, repelled Wrexham all day, made a bit of a hash of it, lunged all down to his left, got his hands to it, but the ball squirted through them and into the net, and Mullan had his second goal, which he celebrated rather embarrassingly, I think, having seen the keeper uh, make a hash of it. Wrexham were happy to slow things down. We started to make changes. We swapped out both wing-backs and gave Hosanna and McElindon the run. Ponticelli replaced Palmer, while Mullan looked for his hat-trick and the game wound down. We had a couple more chances, good chances, though another um, <laughs> repeat chance. McFadden getting around the back of the box and pulling it back for Palmer, and he hit it, and it was a superb block in front of the goal. And then and I added time. <laughs> Again, James Jones sweeping the ball in from the right-hand side, and Davis unmarked six yards out. And this one was a easier chance than the first one, and he misjudged it. And headed it wide, he's furious. Deadly from 25 yards, not great from five. In an added time, Aldershot actually managed to get themselves, uh, well, that's laughingly called a consolation, but I don't know if I'd uh, I'd go along with that, to be honest. does don't think as much conv- conv- consolation for the, the battering they had. They managed to put a bit of pressure on. They put one good corner in, which caused issues, and then from the corner that resulted from that, it was swept in and... Lions Foster attacking it and the oppose, flicked it on. Uh, it was flicked on by G- uh, by my G- Giles. Uh, who scored that goal? It was the sub, wasn't it? Yeah, Giles Phillips flicked it on and Lions Foster from close range poked the ball home in ninety third minutes. But it was uh, it was the only thing that did was deny Rob Linson a very easy clean sheet, and you can imagine how angry he must be about that. Looking through the performances, Linson had nothing to do. Couldn't be faulted on the goal. Didn't have a save to make at the back. Clemouth really caught the eye. He he battled and defended well and broke forwards really well. Tozer was imperious as ever. The, the back three, I'm i I'm getting rep, repetitive strain injury, but I've seen the same thing about them. Hayden won some great challenges. That burst forward, so the goal was nice just to create the space. Yeah, they, they were really solid and in control. The wing-backs, McFadden again. You know, couldn't through, hasn't got 90 minutes in him yet. And I assume again, he'll be rotated out on Tuesday. But oh, he's a good player. You know, he gets forwards well. He delivers into good areas. Defensively, he looks perfectly sound. On the right, Hall Johnson enjoyed himself. Had his customary, you know, very sparky first half hour as well. And yeah, so again, <laughs> probably pretty much what we expect of them, but at a very good quality. Uh, the midfields were excellent. They ran the show. Um, young was energetic and, and terrific and kept things moving and kept passing in in a positive manner and was everywhere. Davis was my man in the match. I thought he was terrific the way he kept driving forwards and creating and scored a screamer. But hats off to James Jones, who, you know, coming back into the team, having been even not not even on the bench in the last couple of matches, uh, did really well. Again, he's a different type of player. He doesn't catch the eye with fancy stuff he does. But his work rate was terrific. He got an assist for the Davis goal through to his quick thinking. He deserved an assist for the second Mullen goal because he was the man who forced the error that allowed Mullen to shoot. And his energy was terrific. I said I forgot to say, at the end, that chance of Davis headed wide. Jones, in added time, having worked extremely hard, was in the centre of the pitch and went on a real sort of turbo-boosted run from the centre out round the outside of Bryce Susanna. So he could get into a crossing position. And stuck it on Davis's head. I think that's a good indication. Of the stamina that, that guy's got. Um, so I was very impressed with Jones. And up front. Yeah. Palmer was class. Held the ball up well. Ran at people well. Uh, got to see a bit more of his passing game today. Than we have done in previous matches. And it was good to see. Um, and Mullen. Yeah. Well. Ironically. He was trying things all the time. and And... and they didn't always come off, but he got the two goals. Um and he did very well with them. And was unlucky, as a say, by Barnes it was a good save when he was one on one in the first half. So yeah, good stuff. Macklin looked lively when he came on, Bryce's Anna likewise, Sponticelli Jelly worked hard, and a good time was had by all if you were supporting Wrexham. Brilliant stuff from Wrexham and an impressive winner. Takes up to fourth place. We go on now and must look to replicate that on Tuesday against Kings Lynn. With a final score of Wrexham up four, all the one. I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. This is the final whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team.